I'm Rabbi Avi Killip, and this is Tubi Shvat 5779, Trees That Transgress. Trees don't follow human rules. The rabbis of the Talmud in Bava Batra, pages 26 and 27, struggle to reconcile a society and a religion organized around property ownership with the reality of trees. Ula said, a tree that is within 16 cubits of a boundary is a robber, and one does not bring first fruits from it. Rashi explains that a tree planted so close to the property line is considered a thief because it draws nourishment from the neighbor's land. On the surface, the tree sits on one side of a border, but under the ground, the roots stretch far and wide drinking water from the neighbor's soil. The tree refuses to observe the human boundary. The Gemara calls this an act of theft. The stolen water taints the fruit, which was grown as a result of a crime. The first fruits of this tree, which would otherwise have been offered as a mandatory sacrifice called Bikurim, become invalid for use in service of God. God is not interested in a gift of stolen property. The language of gazlan, or robber, is usually reserved for a violent crime, not a petty act of taking. There is nothing more natural than trees drinking water through their roots, and yet the introduction of borders appears to weaponize the natural world. Ulu's law reminds us that the human boundary is surface level only, meaningful only to us, the people. For the tree, all land and all water are the same. Trees remind us that we are all interconnected. As much as we may attempt to create clear borders and boundaries, we cannot ignore the ways in which our personal nourishment is always dependent on feeding off the soil of our neighbors. To imagine our complete independence means we are ignoring the roots under the ground, ignoring the natural world that sustains us. There are two ways to respond to such a law. We could conclude that we should never plant trees near our boundary lines. We could read Ula's warning and retreat even further from our neighbors. The conversation in the Talmud following this proclamation from Ula includes detailed calculations as the rabbis seek to understand the precise math of Ula's 16 cubits. In trying to calculate the details of this prohibition, the rabbis must acknowledge that trees don't grow in squares, but rather circles. Just as they don't conform to human boundaries, trees also don't conform to our mathematical desire for squares and clean lines. Quote, do you maintain that we say the roots extend in a square? Not so, we say the roots extend in a circle. Circular roots take up even more space. If we avoided 16 cubits in every direction, how small does our area for planting become? So much land would lay empty and so many fruits would never grow. Striving for complete independence from our neighbors will result in everyone having less including God. The alternative is to leave the trees where they are and change our perception of personal property and the ability to have land that belongs exclusively to one owner. 
unless you are planting an entirely new field, the trees don't move, making this law almost impossible to abide by. This comes in the midst of other laws that discuss the buying and selling of trees that are planted in another person's field. The owner of a particular tree can and will change, but the trees are stationary. They are rooted. Borders are artificially created and movable. The tree only becomes a gazlan, a robber, when a border is drawn by a neighbor who is unwilling to share and give freely of their water. Natural resources can be stolen only when someone claims to own them exclusively. We may play all we want with the boundaries above ground, working to make very clear distinctions and borders, but the trees will forever remind us with outstretched roots and branches that our boundaries separate only superficially. Trees show us that we can never know exactly what nourishment led to our fruit. Trees don't share our new year and they don't observe our human made boundaries. This year on Tumbishvat, the new year for the trees, let us learn from the trees that we are never as independent as we may have thought. Thanks for listening. To learn more with Hadar, please visit hadar.org slash Torah.